Welcome to Married and Committed Podcast, where we help married Christian men stay committed to their marriage and avoid divorce and strengthen their marriages. I am your host, Tunde Olani Pekun, together with my wife, Masatori. Each week, we will dive into topics like communication, intimacy, and spiritual growth to give you the tools you need to strengthen your relationship with your spouse. So let's get started. Hi there, how's it going? This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Married and Committed Podcast. This is a show where we help married men who are actually on the verge of divorce to help them rebuild trust in their marriage, to rekindle intimacy and actually build the love and the marriage life they've always wanted to have. So with me here today, I've got my wife, Smangi, and my name is Tunde Olani Bekun. And today's in today's episode, we're going to be going another round. Uh, we have some super fans out there who've been reaching out to us, you know, through DMs, and they've been asking questions. And we we using this episode to address at least three of those questions and see how we can actually you know bring it up you know and and see how it can actually bless you because we know definitely most people might be going through the same or if not almost similar challenges so sweetie what do you think are you ready to Good afternoon. <laughs> to answer <laughs> these questions. Welcome Let's... to Married and Committed Podcast. Yes, Today yes, we yes. we are about to tackle the questions. That's right. So we are tackling the questions together, sending yours if you have, so that we can answer some questions. Absolutely. Think, yes, we are ready. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's true. So, if you have any questions relating to relationship, marriages, and all that, Kindly uh, uh, DM us. You could go to Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, it's Married and Committed Podcast. We would love to, you know, answer these questions in the best of our knowledge. So without wasting much time, we would dive into the first one. So, yeah, I know once we're having these questions, our listeners, they will be like, oh, please don't mention my name. And yeah, anonymously, we're going to read out these questions and and see how we we can tackle it. So number one on the list from the first, and this is from a lady, by the way. um, And this is what she said. She said, I feel like I and my hobby have been struggling to understand each other's love languages. How can I effectively communicate my love to him in a way that resonates with his unique love language? Hmm. Love languages. <laughs> love language. <laughs> when, when we started dating, I didn't know, or probably, you know, started seeing you, I didn't know anything like love language. Yeah, if there's love language. It was only as what? we've grown into this thing called relationship and marriages i begin to understand oh love language Mm. in fact in my mind i was thinking it's something that i really want to check or look into properly as this thing of love language being there you know for time immemorial and you know i'm always thinking probably some homework that i i I need to do (laughs) some research 
And if yeah. you're out there, you're trying to figure out what, what are love languages? Love languages are simply the way how you can express your love to someone or the way how you want love to be expressed to you. To you, exactly. Right? Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah, the yeah. way how you can express love to your partner and, and the way how you want it to be. Yes, that, that is exactly <laughs> yeah. what love so language is. So this question, how can I effectively communicate my love to him in a way that resonates with his unique love language? Yes. Number one, I feel like you should understand that unique love language. If of you your partner. Uh, of your partner. That's the way um, the lady asked that. The yeah. unique love language. But I feel like if you understand his love language, then you'll be able to, you know. Be able to express to, that to him. To him, you know. Yeah. Because love language, we have five types of love languages. Okay. You know, like uh, we have a word of affirmations. Okay. Quality time. Yes. Receiving gifts. Okay. okay, on that one, ha, I don't that know about one. me. <laughs> yeah, receiving gifts. Yes. Act of service uh -huh. and physical touch. Right. So I feel like if you understand that his love language, probably let's say it's a physical touch. Yes. You know? He likes to be tickled. He loves to be cuddled. He loves to be, you know, holding each other, giving hugs. Showing those affection, affection, all this yes, kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. So I feel like if you understand, if you know what it is, yes, then you it's gonna be easy for you. It's until you understand what it is with him. What is what is his life? Because if way. you don't understand what it is, there's no way you can express, you express that to, that, the, to yes. your partner. For right? example, I didn't know. I didn't know that my love language is act of service mm. until I discovered that oh there are five okay which one i'm like no for me you bring me flowers give me gifts i'm like what is this <laughs> especially flowers i'm like yes. why did you buy me flowers for what this you know? this woman yeah she's one weird woman you know we we started dating and a lot and i mean she was even younger i mean she, definitely she's younger and i'll try to buy this chick flowers and all that she doesn't even she like she would tell me you know, straight with a straight face, like, no, I don't like this thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, like flowers, maybe chocolate and all that. But that was at the early stages of our marriage. Mm -hmm. Now it's like you you wanting flowers now. You wanting chocolate. Yeah, but remember we are at growing. your age. Now you 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 want all these things. No, now. remember we are growing, we are evolving. So you are so you've evolved things, to this yeah. thing of like you, you you want these things. Yes, it's not like you by fire, by force, you must give me. But now, you know, as we grow and yeah, if you so, give so me meaning love language can evolve over time, right? Yes. It can evolve over time. Over it can time. change. Yeah, it can change. Yeah. So based on what the lady's saying, I would yes. say if you find the that love language, what is his love language? It would be easy for you to express that to him. Right, you know, and so, mm -hmm. go yeah, go ahead. Continue. I I wanted to say. So how can she find out? I think it's definitely by asking, having yeah, an honest conversation no, with your partner. Yeah, yes, you can have honest conversation. Or sometimes you would see, like you know, he comes up. If he's a physical touch, he likes to hold you. He likes to you know tickle you. Like you know, 
Oh, play, play, you know, be you. playful yeah. and all you that. You know that, oh, this is his love language. You right, understand? Sometimes, right. okay, let's say he's mad and all that. Then when you use that love language, like, ah, you know, touching. It's going to work. Yeah, you know, those kind of, that's when you know. So what I'm saying is that for me, it's like when I get home, my love language, I think he knows that I feel like, you know what, I get home, I don't have to watch. I'll, I'll be surprised that the dishes are washed the laundry that I left today has been folded and all that. That's my love language. Act of service. Yeah. You know? For me, it's not until you bring flowers, bring chocolate. Yes, all women, we like money, gift, money, gift. But that's not my mind. is act of service. Yeah. So, In fact, I, I could authoritatively say act of service even comes before me giving you, say, hey, sweetie, take the card, go, go shop. Because you want to go shopping, day, yeah. I'm shopping for who? The family. Yeah, because you give this woman the, the card or the money, say, no, I'm spoiling you. I would really have to emphasize most of the time, say, hey, don't buy stuff for the house. Go buy stuff for yourself. <laughs> so for me, I know, just like she said, acts of service is one of, is the major one, you know? I know even my son is listening here. It's always an issue between <laughs> him and the mom when it comes to, you know, oh, do your stuff. Have you done your laundry? Have you done this? You know, did you do the dishes? And at at the times when my when our son has, you know, he, he has just done something like that, my wife will be highly elated and she'll be asking, like, what's going on? Like, you know, she's she's kind of like confused, like, hey, okay, what do you want? Do you want something? Now, that's she asking our son. He's the one producing this show, by the way. So tell me, is it possible, and I'm thinking how loud about this, just to answer the, the, the lady's question. Is there a possibility to have more than one la love language? I think yes. Of course. Right? Of course, yeah. Yeah. Like we said, like you have the... Like the main one. Right. As you said, for me. Act of service. Act of service. Yes. And the second one for me, quality time. Quality time. Quality yeah. Quality time. Right. Then the rest will come later. But it's just that what is the priority? Which one is number one? You right. And have that. Like for my husband is for me, I know that it's a word of affirmation uh -huh. and physical touch. Okay. This man can, you know, sometimes like, ah. I beg, let me let me be free. <laughs> you know, he will just hold you and hold you, and I'm like, oh yes. Or sometimes we are driving from nowhere, like maybe from home, going to the store. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm it's like we are that. connecting. In my mind, I'm like, okay, what does he want to say? And there's nothing. He just wants to hold hands. You know, it's so, like I'm saying, hey, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, you know, so no, no. Or it's like I'm saying. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Say, I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's oh for him. Gosh. So, yeah, he's that one. Yeah. Physical touch and words of affirmation. Yeah. So, sis, I hope that answers your, your question. Try to speak to your um, your best half about it. Mm. And just as uh, uh, my wife, I said, it's something that you can pick up also, you know, I mean, if you've just recently been together, 
definitely it probably will take some time for you to know until you get uh, until you figure it out and if it's that pain uh of you not you know trying to wait and all that speak openly about it ask questions you know like we always say communication is one of the very very most effective ways to you know overcome any sort of challenges in your marriage, in your relationship, whether you're starting to get married newly or you're already married for a long period of time. Either way, communication is extremely good. So I hope that answers your question. Just be open and, you know, express that love language to each other. And yes, let's move to the second one. This is also interesting. We have from the second uh, uh, couple... Oh, this is interesting. I think it's more connected to like long distance uh, yeah. marriages. And the questions goes as such. It says, uh, then she mentioned the hobby's name. I, I don't want to say that now because they're like, oh, keep me anonymous. You see, hobby and I have recently entered into a long distance marriage due to work commitments. I am worried about maintaining our emotional connection and intimacy while being physically apart what practical steps can we take to stay connected and ensure our love continues to grow despite the distance hmm this is one interesting one very very interesting (laughs) very Uh, interesting one yeah you want to go for for it yeah for me first thing first is that okay i do understand it's a work commitment Mm -hmm. but the first thing i will give advice is that it shouldn't be a long-term thing you know good good when it's a short term because at that time you know you can maintain you know we understand that oh every weekend less each other we communicate efficiently on the phone, phone you know yeah. Uh, FaceTiming and all that. But you know, physical, emotional connection. That's and right. All that. So yes, we can be doing it every weekend. We see each other. One comes to each other. One travels back home. Yes. But for me, the advice would be like, based on the work, because it's work issue, it shouldn't be that long. It shouldn't be the long, long-term thing. It should just be, be sort of a, like a short, short assignment. Yes, short assignment. It shouldn't take that long. Right, yeah. right. I, I totally understand uh, uh, that because, you know, intimacy forms part, a very crucial part of any marriage that wants to grow or that mm-hmm. is actually bringing that spark mm-hmm. to the marriage. And the moment you begin to be apart, definitely you're going to find yourselves spending time with other people outside of your marriage. And you never know if you don't have self-discipline, self-control, you might find yourself, you know, detaching from your person. And, you know, you definitely start spending more time with people outside of your marriage. Sometimes things that you don't plan, one thing will lead to to another. Mm -hmm. You know, it it doesn't mean, oh, because you are um uh, oligo speaking firebrand christian uh you know how to go about this then it's it's just very easy for you to accomplish you know stuff no it's about you knowing or having that wisdom to say just like you said let it be short term it can't go on on and on and on you would have 
to have that limit exactly. as to when you can uh, spend time together mm-hmm. and and all that so that that is very important so um for me there isn't too many steps but looking at the steps for you to not grow apart is that also you need to constantly communicate with each other yes communication is the key you can't i mean regardless okay it's work commitments every day you'd have to make sure you're on the phone exactly you're speaking about your concerns you know you you're talking about how your day went now you're preoccupying yourself with you know you having your partner's heart in 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 mind yeah. So that you're not derailed, so that you're not distracted exactly. from this thing called marriage. Because it's very easy for the enemy to just come into your mind yes. and, you know, sow a seed and be like, oh, let me try out some things. And before you know, I mean, because we're all humans, there yeah, are times yeah. when you need that physical touch. You need that intimacy, physical intimacy, aside from the other forms of intimacy for you to move on. So if you're not careful... Uh, you might, you know, kind of like get derailed. So it's very important. I think just the way you put it is that it has to be a short assignment. It doesn't have to be something that it's yes, because it uh, does very really, long. It will if it's a, something that is long assignment. It it will really affect your marriage. Yeah, and you don't want to get to the point whereby you don't feel anything for your marriage anymore. That's right. As much as we know that, yes, we have to go to work, we have to provide for the family, but at the same time, we have to think about your partner. That's right. Mm. So, yeah, I hope that answers that question. I hope uh, you you can take one or two points out of that. And on this last one, very interesting also, and the question goes as such. You said, uh, mention the Obi and, and her, they've been married for over 10 years and uh, she said, and while our love is still strong, we sometimes struggle to keep the spark alive and navigate the changes that comes with a long-term commitment. How can we maintain a deep connection and continue, continuously invest in our marriage to ensure it remains fulfilling and vibrant? So what these guys are saying is that they've been married for 10 years and it looks like things are stagnant, you know, so mm-hmm. they're looking for a way to yeah. kind of like put started, more vibe into the like old I'm thing. I'm living with my friend now exactly. because we are, used to, we are, they are so used to being, you know. You know, mm-hmm. they've been married for, for 10 years. Yes. And one of the things that you notice also in, um, you know, being in a long-term marriage or relationship not for everyone it doesn't apply to for to every marriage or every couple is that over time the things that you used to do while you were dating while you were courting Mm -hmm. you don't do them anymore you don't find time to do them anymore especially when you you you've now had kids that's you know i mean because it's very different the kind of things that you're able to do, the kind of activities, the the kind of getaway, vacation that you do, how many times you 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 go out on dates, you know, yeah. dinner dates, you and and everything goes with not just the time in which you're doing these things, but it comes with certain factors like do you have the finances to to go on because mm-hmm. 
uh, whilst it was the two of you together, now you having three more kids. So there has to be priorities as to, oh, you know what? We can't even afford to to eat out just like the way we, we used to do. Yeah. So for me, I would say in spite of the changes in the dynamics of the family, yeah, you were two definitely when you started. Now you're about six because you've got four kids. Still try to create time for you to keep that spark alive in your marriage Still yeah. try to create time to go on those getaway vacation. So yeah. don't be carried away with too much work, 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 yes. or whatever. Even weekend, weekend is is okay. Yeah, just yeah, have just a weekend a getaway. Weekend, yeah. Know, sometimes, even though it's not a weekend, but at least have some of your couple friends so that you can, you know, go out with as as friends. Yes, you are out there, you know. Asking questions, asking them how do they do in their marriage, that that helps too. That's you know, right. Double dating, you know. Yes. Like yes, you go out, have fun, you know. Yeah. Play I, all those uh, games, couples games. Games, you know? yeah. You yeah. get to know that. It's oh, like you still... finding time to relax. Yeah, yeah, finding time to relax, and yeah, kids they will still be there. They will grow and live, and you guys are still together. So. That spark, you need to keep maintaining it, you know? That's right. Yeah, That's make time right. for each other, you know? Sometimes take the kids to grandma, even if it's not something that you need to go to the hotel or vacation. Just both of you in the house, you know? That's right. You see, so that you can get back to each, get back together again. Yeah, it's, it's very important. Yeah, you married for those number of years. Quality time is extremely important. Spend time together. together. It's very important that you spend time together so that you don't find yourself drawing away, you know, from whatever it is that is bonding that family together. And one thing before you close, what yeah. I'm, what came to my mind is that even that time that you are spending together is not about the going to talk about the bills, going to talk about the kids, you know, the house things. No, go back and be talking about your what is your need to yes where are we lacking it's all about the marriage not the kids right right so those are these three questions for today i hope we've been able to answer this question we're going to be having episodes like this in the near future and we hope it's going to be a blessing to you that is listening that is watching if you haven't subscribed on youtube we're on youtube and we are on various platforms your favorite podcast platform this is married and committed podcast we always say we like to keep it short and, and sweet. sweet so i hope this has been a blessing to you until next time my name is tunde olani bekwa i have smangi here and we're signing out see you next time have a good one shalom shop, shop. thanks for listening to the married and committed podcast where we believe that a thriving marriage is possible for anyone willing to put in the work 100%. If you've enjoyed today's episode, kindly subscribe on your favorite platform, leave us a review and share it with your friends. And remember, with God's help, you can build a marriage that lasts a lifetime. Until then, we'll see you next time on the Married and Committed podcast. Have a good one. Shalom. Thank you.